This is where our story begins, and this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Search of Heroes. I'm Tear the DM, the world's okayest DM. Pronouns are he, him, and I will be your guide this evening. Before we get started, just some housekeeping. First and foremost, we offer mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Uh, Alice? Hi, everyone. We at Will of the Dice do not condone the use of nicotine products such as cigarettes, cigars, and vaping. Though some of us may be users of such products, do as we say, not as we do. Nicotine is a harmful and addictive substance, and we want all of you out there to be happy and healthy. If you are looking to quit or trying to quit, we support you in that endeavor. Locke? Hi, gamers. I'm Locke Clark. I'm going to talk to you for a moment about our musicians. Those lovely and talented people who... Make the highs higher and the lows lower. They give us the rousing music behind our impassioned speeches and the thumping beat behind battle. And tonight, those musicians are Kevin McLeod, Jeff Farber, Dwergar, and our very own Patrick Taylor. Thanks, Peculiar Patrick, wherever you are. Awesome. Also, we want to say that if you would like to support us, there's a couple of different ways. First and foremost, tell people about us. Share us with your friends. Secondly, there is Patreon. You can head over to patreon.com forward slash W-O-T dice and subscribe. You'll get access to After the Rolls, the show where the cast gets together and talks about the week's adventure. Uh, there's audio dramas that go up periodically and uh, merchandise drawings. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash what dice. And the next 16 people, we've partnered with Red Panda Dice and the Lights, will get a 55mm D20 roll with authority. Okay, that is our housekeeping. Let's get into our introductions. Hi again, everyone. I am Alice, the voice of Karana, the pink tiefling ranger with the, her little Drake companion, Squiggly, who... I will totally remember has an accent tonight, and you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Captain Cuppy Cake. Hi, gamers. Oh. oh, both she, her. Thank you. Hi, gamers. I continue to be Lot Clark because you wouldn't have it any other way. Um, and tonight I will be playing Jorvik Bramblebeard. Jorvik is a uh, hill dwarf. He is uh, he, him, like myself. Um, and he's a barbarian, and um, he's he's a little guy. He's just a he's just a cute little 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 ripped muscly boy at four seven, who when he rages turns into to a big old ten foot tall muscly boy. Um, and you can find me all over the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hi, is this is Ames, and I'm the voice of Ira. We are both she, her. Ira is a four and a half foot tall Dwergar. Uh, she's got stone gray skin, white hair, it's only the back and the sides are shaved. It's in three long braids that come about down to her waist. And, um, yeah, uh, 
he kind of um, over some of the deception and shenanigans they've run up against recently. But yeah, let's see what's at the keep. Hopefully it's not more of the things we just had to kill. But you can find me on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hi everybody, this is Christina, the voice of Keto. She's the five foot eleven uh, sea elf with the iridescent skin, and um, is trying to do her nightly best to make this work. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tiamorskaskula or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. Oh, we're both she/her. And I am Dan. I will be playing Boomerzerig, both he him. Uh, he's a short little goblin, uh, green and. One side of his face is a bit uh, screwed up from an explosion, uh, burn, magical burn stuff, uh, with one big eye, and uh, his head is also a little bit randy from said explosion. So, let's have some fun! And you can find uh, Dan over on Twitter at Ravenous oh, yeah. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me over there at Tear underscore the underscore DM, or on Blue Sky at Tear the DM. Before we get started, are there any last requests? Yeah, it's Devil's Night. Fire it up! Fire it up! Fire it up! Fire it up! (laughs) Okay, remember you asked for it. As always, our safe word tonight is porcelain. Should the situation arise that you feel the need to stop, you are uncomfortable in any way, use the safe word. We will pause, go to break, discuss, and come to a resolution. Because I want you all to be comfortable as I make your lives a living hell. Thanks. When last we left our party, they were traveling north towards Keep Gregor Garion. They had found that the cargo that they called had something suspicious, an individual who had been chained in silver bob chains and had flowers known as wolfsbane sewed into them. As they were discussing the situation with this individual, they found out that it was a lichen, a werewolf, and others of its kind attacked, attempting to free their cohort. The party, however, was victorious and slaughtered the lot of them. Throwing them into the wagon, they continued to head north towards Keep Gregorian, where they have been told the heroes had traveled to. This is where our story continues. And this is where we discover, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? You have secured your cargo. You have made it past the rock slide. You are heading north. What would you like to do? Now, Karan is keeping an eye out on things. Era's busy with driving the cart. I think Jorvik is driving the other cart, is that right? I think you're driving cart, you're driving the first wagon, and and Era's still driving the second. I think it's how that worked out. Yeah. Sounds right. Kita was going to climb in the back with the cargo to make sure they stay dead. Wazerig is the fearless leader at the head of the cart, directing the way, which is mostly just saying, keep going that way. 
keto, you feel something grab your ankle. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, since Karana, you're being lookout, give me a perception check. Okay, that perception check is... Where's my perception? Dirty 20. You see in the distance a black plume of smoke. Large. Indicating there's a large fire ahead. Something is on fire ahead. Hmm. Maybe it's just a big barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire welcome. Like a big chimney fire or like a building burning down fire? What I know, dear? Uh, roll an insight check. I'm going to go ahead and say she don't, but yeah, that's a three. You'd have no idea. You just know there's a large rolling plume of smoke. I don't know. The smoke is right there. It's very obvious. Well, you know. See a stinky dead lichen. I'm in the car. Hero will look over where Karana was looking. It 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 is it it is it's really large, so um it it's probably some kind of large fire. We just won't know until we get there. I mean it's typically black smoke is not a good thing, right? Are you good with explosions? What do you think? Let's see what I think. Seventeen. It's some sort of bonfire, you think? It's a bonfire. They're having a barbecue. Yeah. That sounds ah. great. Uh, you barbecue. Know, you know what bonfire. they say? They say um, black smoke at night is out of your sight, and black smoke in the morning should be a big warning. What about mm. midday? Fully vinyl. As the dirt and stone path turns to cobblestone, they are two large square pillars, each decorated with a gargoyle holding a scythe, a wrought iron gate. There is a guard on duty that halts you. Name and business. Boomerzerig and uh, his friends of heroes. Ah, uh, uh, we're here. Uh, we're here. We're here to deliver cargo. Cargo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cargo. They will open the gates. Go on up. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> Onward in. Traveling up the cobblestone, the clickety-clack of the hooves and the rolling of the wheels of the wagons. 
you travel a steep incline until it takes a sharp left turn to the gates of Keep Gregorgarian. Never in your lives have you seen anything so massive as it is a towering citadel held over from the old ways, converted into the headquarters of the Blood Hunters, a strange and mysterious organization that few know anything about. You just know that they're deadly and they prefer their solitude. I need everyone to give me a perception check. Boomersberg. Eleven. Keto. Twenty-one. Ira. Thirty-twenty. Jorvik. Twenty-two. And Karana. Also Blackjack. I mean, twenty-one. There has been a battle here. You can see the gates are being mended. There is... Uh, discarded weapons in strange places. There is piles of blood-soaked snow. Uh, and the gates to the keep are wide open, giving visage of a large funeral pyre where the dead are being laid to their final resting place. Oh, I don't think we want to go to this barbecue. Maybe they just had a really rowdy party. And this is the after party. Um, have you ever been to an after party where they burn the dead? Yeah. Most goblin parties are like that. Mm -hmm. We all did back in Anvil's Holt as well. Yeah, the one the drow threw at my village looked like this at the end. Yeah. difference being is normally it's not a party beforehand. It's usually a battle. Well, if, if, if they're taking the time to, you know, if there was a battle and they're burying the dead now, that means the battle's over. So, um, that's good, right? Maybe we yes. need to find the quartermaster. Yes, the quartermaster. Good, good, good idea. Good idea. Mm -hmm. Yorvik's just going to shout at the first person he sees. Oi, you. Where's the quartermaster? You mean Brad. Okay. Can I do a history check to see if that's the name that I remember the other quartermaster giving? I can help you I'm out. Drastic, yeah, help me out here because I thought it's, it was Brad. It's Brian. Brian. You mean Brian? Sure. He's in Where his office. <laughs> Which way's his office then? I'll go send a runner. Do that.
I need everyone but Corona to earmuff. Ooh. Corona, something is off. Something is not quite right. You can't put your finger on it, but the the insight that you have into things, the passive perception that you bear tells you something's wrong with the picture before you. Okay. May I bring the others back? Yep. So we're waiting for a runner from Brian. Yep. When this um, Brian guy gets here, I'm going to have some words for him about this cargo. I don't care how shitty a night they had. Karan is just sitting in the back of the second wagon with uh, with her hand on the hilt of her silvered short sword. Hey. Staying very quiet. Ira is also quiet. She, You can tell she's a little bit nervous. She's not like pulled up her cloak to cover herself or anything, but She's not happy about being here, and she's going, you can have all the words you like, but I'm I'm just going to keep quiet while we're here. Suit yourself. The runner will return and whisper something to the individual that addressed you. They will nod. I'm sorry, but it seems that Brother Brian was one of the ones we lost today. No. Oh. What happened, anyway? We were attacked. By what? Evil. Evil! Ugh, evil! That's terrible! Um, we got some evil, too! It's kind of dead evil, but it's, uh, we got some. Uh, we were supposed to bring it here. Um, yeah, Brian. Is there anybody in charge we can talk to? That would be me. Okay, oh, well, yeah, yeah, come look at our evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's the evil. Their face will twist slightly in a unreadable emotion. Yeah, so your buddy down, down an anvil hold Asked us to deliver cargo. So we transported it out of the goodness of our hearts. Because we were heading this way anyway. Because we're heroes. <laughs> he, he said it was supplies. And then one of the boxes up and turns itself over. And falls off the wagon and dumps out this fucker in silver chains with flowers stitched into him. And as we're trying to figure out what the fuck, a bunch of his buddies come out and jump us. Out of the goodness of your heart, so there was no promise of payment. Well, no, of course we were going to get paid for it. 
but we didn't know we were transporting live cargo. There was a person in this box. Granted, the person turned out to be a fuzzy monster beast that tried to eat my face. But that's beside the point. We did not sign up for the human traffickings. Before we get into a big argument, um, how long ago since the heroes were here? I will have to ask around. I do not know. Long enough for you not to know. That's not good. Okay. Alright, of course. Uh, do you know okay. what direction they left in? I do not. Hmm, okay. Uh, do you expect the evil to come back? Was it the same kind of evil that we have here? Was it a different evil? It was a different evil. Hmm, great. More we thoroughly evils. purged it. Oh, good! We'll be returning. Good, good. That's good to hear. Well, I mean, yeah, bad uh, did, did you know you had Slinx herders in the area? We had heard rumors. Yeah, we encountered them too. They <laughs> currently do not have a shepherd anymore. He got into a little accident. The individual <laughs> remained stone-faced. Good to know. We will send runners to keep tabs on the Schlinks. So, it has been cold and bloody. And the gentleman that we were supposed to deal with is now departed. Can, can we at least have lodging for the night before we work out the logistics of... Whether we're even getting paid for our time, not that that's adequate compensation for transporting shapeshifters. Uh, I really need a bed. And warmth. We can supply a bed. Warmth is hard to come by this far north, but we keep a good fire. Where would right, you like right. us to take the rest of your cargo? Just leave it here. We'll have it unloaded. He will look to the individual that was the runner. Take him to the south wing. Good. If y'all will south follow me. Absolutely. Okay, to the south wing. <laughs> uh, before they leave, Keto is going to speak with animals and tell the horses okay I don't know if we're going to get to see you again hopefully we do but if they mistreat you you let us know okay forget about it we'll kick a head in you know what I'm saying okay okay that's a good boy Jorvik splits an apple between the four horses before he leaves Era quietly pats each of the four of them and just said, that's, you know, that's a good lad. And then follows the rest. Like I said, she's notably nervous and very quiet right now. 
Karana are... still has her hand on the hilt of her sword as she and Squiggly make their way with the rest of the group. You'll notice Squiggly is about Lavador size now. <laughs> uh, Y'all will be led towards the large citadel through a series of twists and turns, stairwells, switchbacks. You're brought to the south wing. It is plain. The room's having a bed, a fireplace, and a table. Wow, we have a fireplace. This is great. This is this is some lavish places right here. Yeah, this is great. Okay. Okay, good, good, good. Oh. Well, let's start a fire. Where's your goes about starting a fire? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a survival check, or are you using magic? Oh, oh I, I'm just, I'm just using magic. Yeah, yeah. Which magic? Uh, I, I think prestidigitation can start a fire, right? Yes, prestidigitation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just using prestidigitation to, to, to whip up a fire. Yeah, yeah. Before long, the hearth is crackling and warmth is fighting against the cold that is trying to seep into your bones. While he does that, Ira gets out her cooking utensils, the pot and everything, and, and we'll start pulling out stuff so they can, you know, make a make a soup, a stew, something. And in the process, she pulls out what looks like a big blanket, and she's going to look at Karana and say, Oh, yeah, lass, you asked for Squiggly to have a sweater while doing watches. I finished this. I, I didn't make it a sweater. I hope it's all right. Uh, he seems to be growing really fast. So she's going to hold it up, and it re it looks a lot like those um, large dog blankets that have the that have the strap that goes around the neck and one that goes around, like, the belly area. And it looks like all it does is wrap around him, but it would be more than big enough to, to cover him. I figured this way, if he grows a bit, it'll it'll last for a while. And sorry, it's just undyed wool. We don't have any, I don't have any dye on me, so, you know, but we can dye it later. It's perfectly fine, thank you. And she'll fix it to squeakly. Um, and then pat him on the head. Well, now don't you look like a little handsome boy? Jorvik uh, uh, takes off his boots and swaps them for the boots he keeps in his backpack. Okay. He does gonna take off her winter gear and try to, like, lay it out of the way of cooking but so that it's catching some of the warmth of the mm. the fire <clears throat> the cold doesn't affect her as much but she does want the layers for when we go back out um there was something off about the guy in charge right not just me there was something off about all of this i'm I'm not a great judge of character in this place. Um, anything I've ever heard about um, their type is that they don't like specifically my type. Mm. He's just gonna keep working on making making stew. So yeah, so I, all I, of you look so good. So I'm just gonna keep being quiet in their presence and hope that they don't notice that I am what I am. So all of you noticed it too. 
I just noticed it was strange, and I thought maybe getting into a fight when we haven't had a chance to warm up and really get our feet under us was probably a bad idea. Didn't mean to cut you off, Jorvik, but I figure we can haggle over money later. <clears throat> I don't even care about the money, really. Like, what's money? What's... Right. Oh, it's the idea of the thing. But I didn't... There was something off-putting about the way he crinkled his nose when he saw the, yeah, yeah, the evil in the back. I don't know. It just struck me as... And then when you told him about the Schlinks herder? Oh, the, the guy at the first gate, too. When we said cargo, he kind of said, oh, cargo, like it was a code word or something. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Well, if you are trafficking creatures of a lycanthropic nature, wouldn't you just use a code word like cargo? <clears throat> Yeah, but then that makes me wonder if they're trafficking in creatures of the lichen nature. I mean, they are monster hunters. The best way to know a monster is to... She's gonna stop herself from finishing that sentence. Be a monster, study a monster, eat a monster. I mean, there are choices. Well, you know what they say. Go ahead, Jorvik. Um, a monster I am, lest a monster I become. I don't know what that means, but I heard it and it sounded smart to me. There will come a rap upon the door. Uh, Mazering opens the door. Hello, hi! The runner that brought you to the southern wing is standing there with a pile of blankets. Oh, blankets! That's wonderful! Razor just takes all the blankets in his hand. <laughs> we uh, have intel that there may be another attack tonight, so stay in your rooms. I, I thought that the gentleman at the gate said that you had eradicated it. Apparently, we were wrong. Well, what kind of evil is this? The worst kind. Okay, the worst kind is very vague. Tax collectors? Oh! To speak their name brings them... I will not speak their name. Can you describe ba them? Bad poets. I bid you all a good night. <laughs> and they turn and leave. Something is very not right here. Worst kind of evil. Worst kind of evil. I know I names say... have power, but that's a little excessive. Yeah, you think? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a smart dwarf, but if you can't name a thing, because the fear of naming it will bring it to you or bring it upon you, then. You, you come up with a euphemism at least, right? Well, yeah, that's a better, right. A better yeah. euphemism than, like, the worst evil. Like, that's so generic. I don't know. Yes, like, um... You might as well call it Tom at that point. It's just a descriptor. Like the, um, the, the flesh pedestrians. <laughs> um, 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> it is another no. term that some people use for mimics. Oh. Mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Or doppelgangers. Oh, doppelgangers. Got it now. I got it now. <sighs> At least tell us what kind of thing we're working with. Are we working with something magical? Are we working with something ravenous? You're going to eat I mean, us? Are we going to. Is oh, it from another gonna... plane? Does yeah, it have right. teeth? Like, you know. Give us something already, huh? Yeah, right. I mean, if it's, a, if, it's, if it's some sort of demonic spirit that's going to possess people, you tell us Ooh, to stay yeah. in our room. So what if one of us gets possessed? Or one of you gets possessed and comes and knocks on the door? Like, What if it's those things I heard about that have, like, the little tentacly things and they, like, your brain and they make you do things? Blind you guys didn't have monsters. those stories as kids? No. Oh. No. Maybe it's a safe thing. Um. Ooh, or you know the 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 floaty ball things with all the eyeballs. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, big bulbous dudes. Yeah. Oh, that would be bad. Just get just get evaporated, right? Good. Um. Um. It would be, or, it be disintegrated. Being disintegrated would suck. That would not be good. Um. Man. There was no evidence of it outside, but it would be rather funny if there great evil was just a cube. cube? A, slime. a slime? A slime cube! Oh! Ooh, wait, no, I know. I know. It's that guy what, what plucked out his eye and cut off his hand, right? Oh, oh. Let's not, one, I don't, I don't oh. want to do him. Not him. Not mm, him. Nope. Yeah. Right, well, I mean, I heard that story. He, that guy seems awful. Like, I, that, that that guy's evil. That that is a that is a big evil. Hopefully, right. it's not that guy. Because if it's that guy, we're all screwed. We've just come up with seventeen things that could be the ultimate evil. But I still think the worst of it is a guy named Chad reading bad poetry. Agreed. Yeah, let's let's really hope it's not that one. Oh. Bad hearts who are insistent on talking all the way through the mountains, just, ugh. They never shut up, though. Even in Art. their sleep. They talk in their sleep. <laughs> Can you imagine being in a party with multiple bards? That would be horrible. Ugh, that would be the worst. You see that Jorvik has gotten, like, a very self-conscious look on his face. We do a talk in my sleep. Not that I've heard. Oh, Not very you. often. You've only said a few things in your sleep here and there. It's not that bad. I think I was like, ooh, Boomer, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, Boomer's very warm and snuggly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> The wind can be heard howling. Night is coming. The fire is fighting against the cold, but it's still a bitter chill. Is there a window in the room? Yes. Okay. Uh, how big is the window? About, uh, it's an arched window that's about three foot tall and about two foot wide. Okay. Karana's going to take her 
blanket out from her pack and a couple of pythons and her hammer and basically make a makeshift curtain for the window. That Basil seems help to help a little. And also block any light in case something tries to peek in at us. Oh! Things looking at you in through the window! That is the ultimate evil! Oh, that's scary! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most terrifying thing. Hey, Good idea. will you let me know when it's been long enough for my boots to attune? Your boots have attuned. Okay. Yay! <sighs> Suddenly, Jorvik's like, Is it? Is it getting warm in here? And takes his shirt off. That's so much better. Will you all eat? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Whatever stew Ira made. Yeah. Karana Thank trusts you. Ira not to poison us. <laughs> yeah, help yourselves, it's done. After eating a bowl of stew, uh, Keto's gonna get up and like try to hook some rope to something to try to like make a a clothesline almost so that everybody can hang their like outer gear up on it so it dries out a little before we have to travel again get any like snow and ice and stuff off of it okay and then it'll get nice and toasty from the fire and when you put it on it'll be like when you get something right out like the a warm hug god that's the best feeling I gotta disagree the best feeling is Taking a shower and then laying on queen sheets. Freshly washed sheets, those are the best. So, if the ultimate evil attacks, are we just gonna sit here in the room and sit here in the room? I feel kinda. I don't I feel know. Like I feel like it's subjective, but also if we hear the ultimate evil attack, like, I mean, if it's really the ultimate evil, we'll kind of hear it, right? That's true, I'm I guess sure. so. I'm sure if an attack happens, it will be loud enough for us to hear. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm kind of a two minds. <sighs> like, on one hand, they said, stay in your room and we don't need you. And, like, they've kind of been dicks so far and I'm kind of unobliged to help them. So, there's that. On the other hand, can't just let the ultimate evil kill things. Like, if it's Chad and he's got bad poetry, I want to go hit him in the face with a hammer. Right, because all those people are going to do it and get their hammer hits in before us. And then we miss all the action. Right. So, well, like... I would have imagined you would have wanted to go for the knees on Chad first. Make him suffer longer. I'm just saying, if he's if he's wearing that, the little stupid hats, I'm knocking the hat off. Mm. No, I want to I want to I want to hit him in the face to stop the poetry coming out. Then I'm going to hit him in the knees or possibly the ankles to stop him from running away and then the fun starts. I've given hey. this a lot of thought. So so my question is 
Do we all try to sleep until we hear the ultimate evil attack? Do we need to do watches still? I think watches they're are shady. Still yeah, we definitely need watches. Right. That's unfortunate. Something is not right here. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust them with my safety. So watches are the way to go. Um, you're muted if you're talking to us. Sorry. The wind continues to howl. Not as loud as the makeshift curtain is blocking some of it. It is night. You are tired and road weary. In what order will you set your watches? Errol will take first watch. She, she's not tired. I'll take I last. Norm- I know normally one of y'all usually go first. I'll go first tonight. I'm not going to be able to sleep for a while. Um, I can go with Yura. I'll um, I'll take the last watch with, with Hito. Um, I'm a uh, I'm a little tired. I'd like to get some sleep. <laughs> I, I got the middle. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll probably wake up in, towards your watch, Yorvik. I only need four hours, so as you like. So he's right. gonna find a nice little corner and trance out. Yorvik is going to sleep on top of the covers with his boots on, but no shirt. Okay. Mumerzering's underneath the covers. Yeah. Snuggled against. Ec- extra, Yorvik. extra blankets, extra blankets on top. Karana? Yes. Ira? Mm-hmm. Please make perception checks. Probably just wasted the the, the only nat 20 I'll get tonight, but woo! Woo! Karana? 15. Ira? 24. The both of you swear you hear an unnatural howling for just a moment. But you can't be certain it was not the wind. Eerie. I really don't like it here. I don't blame you. While she's sitting there, um, Rana, she's gonna look at you for a second. She's gonna say, "Um, don't, don't freak out for a second. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get us. I'm gonna bring us something that um, may help us a little bit. Um." I'd like to use one of my wild shapes to summon a wild companion. Okay. And it's it's not gonna it's gonna basically be it they're supposed to be a fae. They come as a as a fae familiar you choose their you choose their form. It's gonna look um like one of the rock pigs that Ira grew up with. So it's a big boar. Very big boar. It's got stony protrusions going down its back, and instead of tusks 
it looks like they're basically tusks of stone. And it's all snorts and snuffles. Like I said, this, this is he this is mine. He won't he won't hurt you. And she's gonna get up and she just starts talking to it in um basically dwarven. And it's like a the... big Go ahead. Is this one of the rock pigs you've talked about before? Yes, this one's not um this one's not my shanty, but this is um it's a familiar so it looks just like her. They look scary. They can be they can be very formidable. But um they're actually like um she's gonna pause for a second. I think uplanders call them dogs. And at that point in time, like she's rubbing all over this giant pig that's almost as almost as tall, like shoulder wise, it's almost up to the top of her chest. It flops over with a loud thump. To show its belly, and she's rubbing its belly. Oh, I know you thing. You all love belly rubs, and it's just like yeah, they're formidable. But as you can see, they're they're nice. But they make good guard dogs, or in this case, guard pigs. That's a good lad. Go over and guard the door. The pig will move and lay against the door, and your watch will come to an end. Go and wake your big. Uh, wait, wait, yeah, um, um, uh, okay. Uh, big stretch. You're Hero. going to have a friend with you on watch. Oh, Quiggle's going to come watch with me. Well, right now he's watching the door and she's going to point she's going to point over at where the large rock pig, which is like I said roughly the size of a very large boar. Um Ooh. They're very Ooh. nice. They, oh, I um, bet he is. Just a cute fella. Yeah. He's one of my familiars that looks a lot like the ones that I had as a pet, but um I just figured it might be a good idea he can block the door. You're going to have a hell of a time opening it. Good job. Yes. All right, you two get some sleep. Oh, we um heard something that we're not sure if it was a thing or the wind. All right, I'll keep an ear out. Terrible howling. Once they've right. gone to bed, Jorvik is going to do some push-ups and some crunches to get himself awake, and, and then we'll spend some time rubbing the pig's belly. Uh, All right. Give me a uh, perception check, Jorvik. Oh, no. No. Uh-uh. Uh, uh, 12. I'll make a note of that. I did too. The rock Everything. pig has a really warm belly. <laughs> oh, we don't care about the howling outside, no, do we? No, we don't. 
You don't because you got a belly. Yes, you do. Oh, look at his belly. That's pretty much how Yorvik's watch goes. And your watch will come to an end. All right, all right. Settle down, settle down. I'm going to go wake up uh, 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 Boomer's rig now and uh, Boomer. Boomer. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's your turn. There's, there's, oh, okay, okay. There's, there's, there's a pig. There's a pig. There's a pig? It's, it, it, it's is that evil? Is it? Is it an evil pig? No, 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 no it's a friendly pig. Loves belly rubs. Tira's. Oh, Tira has got oh okay, good. <laughs> belly rub pig. <laughs> and Boomerzerig rubs the pig. And as Boomerzerig gets up, Yorvik just flops down starfish style on the bed. Um, no shirt, boots on, on top of the covers, and is out. Kira wants to look behind the curtain out the window. I need everyone but Kido to earmuff. Mm. Pulling the curtain aside, looking out the window, you will see the spires of the northern mountains, the white as they are covered in snow. A full moon over, full moons over the ridges, snow blowing, and your slight reflection as the firelight plays a little optical illusion with you. Okay. It's gonna look, listen, and then pull her head back in. Give me a perception check since you are listening. 21? You hear the wind howling and you have to wonder if it is the wind. Does it sound like anything in particular that's making me wonder? It has a slight familiarity in the howling that you heard on the mountain pass. Okay. Like the slinks, not the lichen. No, the like the lichen. Like the lichen? Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay. Kato's going to pull her head back in and close the curtain. <laughs> yeah. The popo roll up. <laughs> that was the big evil. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you didn't hear anything, Boomer, right? Just the wind? What? Perception check, Boomer. Oh, okay. Perception check. <laughs> I got a seven. Nope. You I hear a piggy. Grunting. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think the mountains are giving me the jitters. Oh. Strong. 
Can't tell if I'm hearing things or not. That's all. Mm. It's probably nothing. It's probably just the wind. <laughs> this piggy. <laughs> and morning will come. You may all avail yourself of a long rest. Ah. And about this time, the the spell time on the on the pig will run down. So while Boomer is rubbing its belly, it just disappears. Ah! It's gone! Oh my goodness! I popped the pig! I'm so no. sorry! What's the matter, Boomer? Ira's just waking up. What, what did you I, I popped your pig! I he's popped the pig! Oh, 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 no, 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 no. He's, he's a, that was a, a familiar. They only can be here for a certain amount of time. I can bring him oh, back. Oh, he's a magic piggy. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. You, you can't pop him. He's, he's fine. He's just popped off to wherever he belongs. Technically, technically that was a, um, a fae. It's just a matter of, um, my abilities let me shape, let me, um, have them come in what shape I want, and I just really wanted to see a rock pig. Oh, should, should I have given him an offering, then? It's not that kind of fae, it's just, um, my understanding it's just a, it's one of their spirits, it's not, if that makes sense. It's part of their I'll magic. I'll have to ask the next time. But I just Thank figured I wanted to see if I wanted to see one because I'm kind of missing mine. I left them. Um, I left Chanterelle with Mirja, but uh, mm -hmm. also he makes a great doorstop. I figured, you know, that's why I had him go and guard the door. Somebody would have a hard time pushing that door open with him laying in front of it. Did Did any of you hear anything? The wind sounded weird last night. Ira and I did. Yeah, the weird howling. I couldn't. We couldn't tell if it was an actual howl or if it was the wind and and making its way around all of these towers and whatnot on this keep. It 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 brought to mind um like when we fought the um those those lichen creatures, but I couldn't tell if it was nearby or just the wind carrying it. Well. Luckily, we're all alive, and uh, the ultimate you will pass by. So, hey, we're good. <laughs> we can uh, get out of here, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can Do find someone who knows where the heroes went. Do any of you know how to get out of here? It was kind of twisty, turny, roundabouty. No idea, but we can find out. I remember the way. Follow me. Oh, good! <laughs> okay, let's um pick up our belongings first. And hey, we've got these blankets. Maybe we'll take a couple extra. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh is just like has covered himself in blankets. Uh, he's just like a a blank a walking blanket right now. Uh. <laughs> Ira just stands there. Go ahead. When you go to open the door. The door will not open. Oh. Well then. Huh. Did they lock us in here? Are we prisoners? Hmm. Well then. We do have the my handy dandy uh, lockpick. Should I use the lockpick? That's 
better than my idea of breaking the door down. Well, my lockpick is breaking the door down. That's that's oh, what my lockpick okay. is. It's 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 a firebolt. Uh, yeah. Well, um, maybe not fire. Let's use we're fire in stone, right? It's it's a it's a stone keep, right? Uh, yep. I mean, the bed's fire, and blankets are flammable, and you're kind of covered in blankets. Well, that's a good point. Okay, in that case, my other handy dandy lockpick. Yorvik, need your hammer. All right, I'm on it. Um, oh. wait, wait. I, I, I have a, I have a logistic, an above table logistics question though. Okay. Um, about the pig. Why did the pig go away? It's um, it, it's just using my wild shape for instead of wild shaping, it's to summon a familiar, and it lasts yeah, for three it, hours. Where did you get it last for three hours? Right here on the sheet. Okay. It's Wild not fine familiar. No, no, but well, I'm sorry. On on the version of Druid, every other version of Druid I've ever played, the Wild Companion was you, you expend a use of your Wild Shape to cast the spell Find Familiar, and the spell Find Familiar doesn't have a, an end point. So I was very confused. Just says here if when you cast the spell that, in this way, it, yeah. So okay, you're you're playing a different version of Druid than I've played. So I don't know. Maybe you are. Yeah. yeah, it just says when you cast a spell in this way, the familiar is fey instead of a beast, and the familiar disappears after three hours. Okay, cool. Weird. Cool. I think it's uh, because of the way it's using it, where it's wild companion and you're using wild shape. That's how it reads, anyway. Because find familiar yeah, but, is different. But, like, on Atreus, my wild companion yeah, was pork uh, pie, yeah. and a pork pie got to just stay. Because Isn't that it, a it's a tosses cauldron of everything option, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Anyway, sorry. Um. All right. Uh. Yeah. Um. Let me check something real quick. I mean, I I have a lockpick, but I'm not very good at it. I could try. All right, well, I mean, if you want to try first, then I'll... Uh, if you don't succeed, then I'll try my lockpick. Okay. I have an idea before either of you tries. <clears throat> Corona's just gonna knock on the door. Maybe there's a guard posted outside of it. Nothing happens. Okay. All right, Kito, it's all yours. Okay, uh, like I said, I'm not really good at this. All right, Kito's gonna pull out her thieves' tools and try the lock. Slide of hand. Fifteen? The lock unlocks, but the oh. door still will not move. Oh. Okay. It's you, Yorvik. It's unlocked now. All right, all right, everyone, stand back. Oh, okay, stand in back, stand in back. Um, how how tall is the ceiling in here, Tier? Um, it's like a it's a old cathedral style, so like fifteen foot. Okay, uh, I'm gonna burn a rage. Okay. Um, and grow ten feet tall. Um, and then I am going to try and uh, break open the door with my hammer. Um, okay. I'm assuming this would be like, is this an attack, or you want this as an attack? You want it as athletics? 
It's a strength check. Make it as an attack. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Where did my d20 go? Um, raise the roof. Because I, I I'm not even going to make you roll damage. The door explodes, <laughs> and you can see that there are remnants of where the door was barred from the outside. I won't. I'll give you this one without giving you an insight check. It'll dawn on y'all that the southern wing is where they keep special guests. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. They didn't trust us too much, huh? Well then. <laughs> we need to get out of here. Sooner yeah. rather than later. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. After about six seconds, Jorvik shrinks back down to his normal size. All right. Okay. Jorvik, you remember the way out? Of course I do. It's this way. And Jorvik <laughs> starts to get out. And it, wait, nope, nope. It's that way. and turns and goes the correct direction down the hall. Oh, okay. That way. <clears throat> okay. Following Jorvik. You... Go through twists and turns, switchbacks and stairwells. There is an eerie silence that covers the keep. Not even the wind howling dares disturb in this moment. You will come into the grand hall used for feasting and for meetings and such. And it is empty okay. but you will notice through the large windows that even though you know that you have slept overnight that overnight has come it is still dark out the moons are still high in the sky it is the winter event known as the sisters begging when the night last twice as long. Now, is it that time of year already? Now, yeah. keep in mind, you all were in spring when you traveled up the mountain. But, but it can't Should it be that time of year? I don't think so. No, um, ah, uh, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a weird, um, should definitely be light out. <laughs> We're not far enough, well, we haven't traveled far enough for it to be a different season, right? You're muted. And, and summer should have been next, right? Not winter. It's like we're going backwards. And fall, autumn. Uh, yeah, I just. Hmm. Well, I you know like I hear on the other side of the, like on the other continent, sometimes they got the opposite season. But yeah, we didn't we didn't go across no boats. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Let's check outside. Let's let's check outside. <laughs> let's let's get the horses and and go. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Look around to see if there's any edible-looking transportable food, like apples, potatoes, something like that. Not in the meeting hall. Okay. That would be found in the kitchen. No, she just wasn't sure if, like, people had been meeting in the meeting hall and then disappeared, you know, meals lit. That's why she was looking. Give me a perception check, Kido, since you are looking. Fifteen? Mm, you find a book that's open. Okay. Uh, she'll try to read it. It is written in a strange rune that you may or may not know. I gotta see what languages you know. I gotta see what languages I know. Uh, nope, I only speak Vidalkin, uh, common and Elvish. Uh, no, you will not notice this. You will not understand this. Whatcha, 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 whatcha looking at there, Keto? I <laughs> think it's Runes? I don't understand it, though. And she'll hand it over to Boomer. I understand Dwarvish Goblin and Orcish, so I don't think probably nine of those, but you never know. Karana's gonna look over uh, Boomer's sh shoulder just in case. Karana, you can read it. It's draconic. What's he say? The Evernight. It looks to be some sort of spell to bring night for an extended period of time. She'll relay that. Maybe not the part about it being draconic, but the rest of it. Ah, so... Did I cast a spell <laughs> to make a night? Why would you do that? Uh, that doesn't seem logical. Unless you were to call something that only can be out in the night. Well, and forever not a long period of night with no sunlight would mean that lots of things would die. Plants, animals, because the plants die, the animals die, and then, you know, eventually mm -hmm. people start dying. And, and it's that's not a monster. Cold up here. So the vegetation's gonna be scarce. Mm. Anyways. Maybe the ultimate evil is something that kills when day comes. I, yeah. And there's anything we're just like, uh, let's make it night so day doesn't come. I don't know. <laughs> and the ultimate evil is man starving each other. Oh. Corona's going to start flipping through the book to see if there's a spell to dispel the Evernight. As you start flipping through the book, you will hear the definite sound of animalistic howling. That's not good. The no, book no. will close with a snap in your hands. Should we take it with us? 
Yes! <clears throat> yes, good, good idea, yes. This book is clearly magic, I'm going to give it to one of the magic people. We can put it I in will the take it! Of... Okay. <laughs> Wait, I can't read it down <laughs> I mean, we can put it in the bag of holding. That's a good idea, yeah, 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 yeah. Put it in the bag of holding, that's a good that's idea. That's probably a safer idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might put myself up again. <laughs> Here, I'll take it and put it in the bag of holding. Okay. Okay. So, uh, horses, right? Right. Horses. Horses. Yes, 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 yes. Let us find the horses. Hopefully, they're still alive. I don't know much about um, Squiggly. He's he's some kind of drake or dragon or something, right? Did, can they smell good? Can he tell us which way the stables are? Deer? Can make an investigation check. They have a stat block. That's probably not gonna be a good one. Investigation is intelligence, so that's a five. Wiggly is behind you, acting as if they are afraid. I don't think it's a good idea. Hmm. Well, our choices are stay in here, not knowing if they locked us in for our own protection. While the ultimate evil comes, um, or try to find a way out. I say, let's still... try and find a way out. Yes, <laughs> we should still try to find a way out. I'm just saying, I don't think Squiggly is up for finding the That's horses. The... Fine, I just didn't know if it was a quicker way. We'll keep going. Come, Yorvik knows where we're going, sure. <laughs> Yorvik, lead the way. All right, that we. Uh, Jorvik's going to try and lead them out of the meeting hall, out into the back out into the courtyard, where they the, came from originally. The grand hall opens into the courtyard. You will notice that tents have been erected, like large command tents that you would see on a battlefield. They are fresh bodies, thrown around the edges of the bonfire. Um, alright, um, I think the stables are that way, and, oh, he, like, alright, if we came in, from where we came in, Jorvik's going the opposite direction, away from where we came in, because he assumes the stables are deeper in from the way they came. 
As you step down, Karana, your ranger eyes will notice something. Large footprints in the snow. Or should I say, paw prints. And this is where we're going to break. We're going to take 10 minutes to get our beverages of choice, our snickety snacks, and we'll be back. Thanks so much for hanging out. Sorry that we went over. Uh, before we get back into it, Locke. Hi, gamers. I'm going to take a moment to talk to you about our partners in this endeavor. Tonight, it's NordVPN. NordVPN provides military-grade encryption for all your devices. Keeps you safe from malware and spyware. And if your information should get out, they're constantly searching the web and the dark web to make sure that your information isn't out there. And if it is, they take care of it for you. Also... When you go to a local coffee shop and you use the Wi-Fi there, you can use their servers to set yourself to appear that you're in even an entirely different country. That way people can't snoop on you and find your information because you don't even look like you're there, according to the information. So that also provides you the opportunity to look at things that are geolocked, like, say, Netflix, where the menus and the movie selections and the TV shows are completely different depending on what country you're in. So you can be sitting in your local coffee shop and set yourself to be in England and watch what's on Netflix in England. Or you can be sitting in your house and pretending you're in Australia and watch what's on Australian Netflix. And, you know, some of those countries don't get Disney+. Plus, So all the Disney movies are just on Netflix, and you can watch those movies. So to use NordVPN to give it a try... You're going to go to our website, which is willowthedice.com, and you're going to click the link there so they know you came from us and you want them to know that you came from us because it makes us look cool. So go try out NordVPN today. Keep your stuff safe. All right. Getting back into it before we left for break, the party had discovered a spell book open to a page of the spell Evernight. They spell to prolong darkness in the realm. They had stepped outside and saw that command tents had been erected like that on a battlefield and there was large paw prints in the snow. This is where we resume. What would you like to do? Uh, well, where's it? We'd like to get out of here. Do, do, we, do we know where the, where the stables are yet? Or the opposite direction that the paws are going in? Oh, well, we came in that way. And the runner came from that way, so I'm guessing the stables are somewhere over there. Over there, then! <laughs> we should try to at least be a little quiet in case there are any more lichens about. I'll be... A little quiet. <laughs> all right, this way. And As you right. all move down the steps, you will see that the statue of Jeffrey Gregorian, the founder of the Blood Hunters, has been toppled. Mm. There is a cloaked figure standing on the base of the statue with their hands outstretched 
blue energy wreathing their hands, shooting into the sky. I think if we get rid of him, the, the sky goes back to normal. How far away is he? That's a good question. About 70 feet. I guess saying okay. we should get um, rid of him. Kido wants to pull out her blowgun and try to hit him. Okay. Uh, Does a 21 hit? I'm looking to see what the distance is. So it's 25-100, so to get that distance, you'll have to roll at disadvantage. Even though I have the sniper feet? Oh, I didn't realize you had that. My bad. No, go ahead. Yeah, 21 hits. <clears throat> okay. Um, I need him to make a DC 10 strength saving throw. Natural 20. Ah, okay. So he gets hit with a walloping needle, but it doesn't knock him prone. Okay. They hands will collapse down to their side. We have visitors and from it was the tents. Two points of damage. Okay. From the tents, you will see three individuals step out from behind the figure. Two archers, and you will hear crunching behind you as two more individuals come. There is a sound of bone popping as they begin to transmutate, howling, oh, as they become lichen. Please roll initiative and join me in Arabella's yeah. Albert Rodeo. When this happens, Karana will shout to everyone, Remember, try not to get bit. Those are some big footprints. Aren't they, though? Whoa. All right, Kido. 18? Ira. Also 18. Lumer's a rig. 12. Karana. 19. Jorvik. 20. Give me one second to get their initiative added to the encounter. And that'll bring up Jorvik. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Bonus action. Uh, Jorvik looks at uh, the the transforming figures and goes, "Oh, I know this game," and and smiles as he channels all of his anger at the way they've been treated since they got here, um, and grows to become large sized. Um, and then we'll uh, take his hammer and swinging it above his head, bring it around and let it loose, uh, throwing 
It's at uh, number two, right in the middle there. Uh, so first attack. Uh, that is going to be a 19 to hit. I was muted. Sorry, that hits. Awesome. awesome. Infuse uh, strike. Oh, nice. So that adds a D6, yes? Yes, of acid and, damage. And do I need an action to activate that? I do, so I can't do that. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so that is going to be... Uh, 10 plus 7, 17 points of uh, magical bludgeoning. Uh, no, I'm sorry. 19 points of magical bludgeoning and 2 points of acid. All right. The point. hammer slamming with a sickening thud and then returning to your hand. Uh, second attack, more of the same. Uh, that is a 19 plus 10, 29 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, and that will be, uh, nine and nine is 18 points of magical bludgeoning. All right. Is that your turn? Uh, yeah, that's my turn. All right, that'll bring up Karana. All right. Karana is going to take aim at archer number one and attack. All right, that is... That is a 25 to hit. That will hit. Where'd my D8 go? There it is. Ah, damn. That's only four damage. But All she does right. it again, because she gets two attacks. Okay. The arrow flying, nicking their shoulder. That's a 23 to hit. That will hit. Ah, if I don't lose my D8. That is five damage. All right. And then she is going to take movement to move 30 feet behind, like between the tents off to her left for a little bit of cover. All and right. she's going to command Squiggly to attack like in number six, or is that five or six? I forgot to add squiggly on there. Number six. So squiggly will take his movement and do his bite. That is... That is a 17 to hit. 
that will hit. And that is... Eight damage. And that is Squiggly's turn. All right. That will bring up Keto. Okay. Um, Keto is going to take a slight step to the southeast so she can get closer to Lycan number four, but she doesn't want to get too close, so she's going to pull her pike and try to attack. That's got a 10-foot reach. Okay. Oh, and I rolled a 20, so 27. All right. Not 20. Uh, Tearbot is in effect, so that will be All crit right. melee. Dollar sign crit melee. I thought it was crit weapon. Crit weapon. Yeah. Uh, crit weapon. But no, it's still crit melee. Is it crit melee? Why is it not working? It should be crit weapon. It's crit weapon when it worked before, but it's not working. Hold on a second. Do technical difficulty. Tech gremlins. Gremlins are playing for Halloween. Okay, I can just do a normal crit if you want. No. For whatever reason, Tearbot had shut down, so it should be working now. Okay. I shall try again. It helps if I could spell. Words are hard. Ha! Uh, parry, parry, thrust, thrust, you disarm your enemy and add five points of damage to your total. Well, you can't disarm them because they're they're using natural weapons, so I'll allow right. you to add 10 points. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I could disarm them. <laughs> uh, so that is 14 because I rolled really low. All right. Is that your turn, or do you have two attacks? Oh, I have two attacks. That's right. All right, let's try to stab him again. Mm, that's only a 16. That hits. All right. And that's 13 points of damage. Figured out how to do it this time. All right. Is that your turn? That is my turn. Using the pole arm, you slice to an X on its chest, the blood mingling with the fur as it growls. Yera. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. All right. She is going to, with L1 basically directly in front of her, she's going to cast Kill Touch or Chill Touch. Um, does an 18 hit? 18 hits. Okay. 
that'll be five points of necrotic damage. And then... Bonus action, she's going to cast Shillelagh on her staff, and that is her turn for now. All right. It is now their turn. L2, surprisingly fast, charges Jorvik. As the cloaked figure says, leave none alive. So, first claw attack, 19 to hit. Jorvik? Sorry, I was muted. Yes, that hits. All right, that is... Eight, you're raging, so that'll be four points of slashing damage. Second attack, 18. If it meets, it beats. So with the rage, three points of slashing damage. Number one is charging uh, Jorvik. Going for a bite. That's uh, 22. That'll hit. That is two points of slashing damage, and I need a constitution saving throw. Is that two after the having? Yeah. Okay, just check. Uh, con saving throw, 17. All right. Claw attack is a natural 20. That was with our ambassador die. If I can spell. Has it gone down again? Okay, um, we're just gonna do normal because Tearbot is being a bastard. Here, bot, you bastard. Mm-hmm. So that is halved five points of slashing damage. All right. Number three, also going after Jorvik, seeing him as a threat. Moves the flank. Sixteen will not hit. Fourteen will not hit. L six is going after Squiggly. That will miss. Fourteen to hit Squiggly. Misses. All right. L4 closes the distance on Keto. That is a 24. That hits. Uh, 
Eight points of slashing damage. Twelve. Does not hit. All right. Archer one moving down to take a shot at Karana. Nineteen. That'll hit. Sixteen points of piercing damage. Ouch. Fifteen. That'll hit. Six points of piercing damage. Archer number one is firing at Ira. That is a natural twenty. Thirty-three points of piercing damage. Mm-hmm. Second attack, I, I don't think a ten will hit you. No. All right, Boomerzerig. Okay, so first off, Goblin Nimbleus to take disengage as a bonus action, and then we're gonna run out of the range of these guys way down here. <laughs> And then we are going to cast a fireball, uh, just a little bit, kind of. Uh, I, I don't know if I could do a pointer or whatever. Uh, oh, I, I, I'll do them. It's yeah, basically going to be. The thing that looks like, like a raindrop is a pointer. Ah, well, I, you can see the uh, measurement, right? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, that that actually gets him in line. Uh, so I have to do it like here. So it's like, yeah, no, 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 that 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 doesn't work either. Uh, sorry. I wish, is, is there a way to do like a, a big circle thing? Okay, I figured it out. It's right here, right here. That's that's the radius of the fireball. Aha. Yeah, I don't know if that's a, is that, is a, basically, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do a fireball. Yeah, Jorvik's gonna be in line in, in it, but uh, we are going to use uh, a sorcery point to use a careful spell. So he automatically succeeds on his saving throw. Um, but everyone else, all those other uh, lycanthropes, let's see how much damage they do. Eight d six fireball. What's the save? Um, it is a DC seventeen. What's that? Uh, dexterity. They all three fail. They'll take 20 points of damage. Woo! <laughs> so you'll take five points, Jorvik. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because you automatically uh, pass, so that's half, and your rage takes the other half. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that was a first level, that was a, that was a level spell, and I rolled a 15 on my chaos magic, so. We're good. Uh, no no chaos. Second. I got I to gotta apply the damage to... Gotcha, yeah.
Ah, you would take the full 10 because rage doesn't affect magic. All right. Yeah, I was thinking about my totem barbarian that I played in Kendall's game who didn't oh. do anything, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Some bar and I would bring up Yorvik. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so uh, bonus action, uh, Yorvik uh, looking at the, did the, I'm guessing they didn't like the fireball, the, the, the lichens that are around Yorvik. As far as you can tell, no, they didn't care much for it. Yorvik looks and goes, ooh, don't like it when it's too warm, do ye? And taps the the butt of his hammer against the ground, and his eyes erupt with fire. His skin go grows a darker Ooh. gray as he takes on the aspect of a fire giant, and his entire hammer becomes made of pure fire as he grips it in two hands and swings. Okay. Uh, and I will be attacking recklessly. Against, I'm going to stick to number five, uh, number two, because that was the one I was at first. Uh, that is uh, a 16 plus 10 is uh, uh, 26 to hit. That will hit. Um, and that will do, I only get one of these now, because I'm not throwing it. So we'll do that. Uh, so that is going to be 14... 16, 21 points of fire damage. Wait, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Ignore that. I rolled the wrong thing because I am gripping the weapon two-handed. Uh, so that's going to be 10 and 7 is 17, 17, 19, and 5 is 24 points of fire damage. Number two will crumple in a heap. Jorvik laughs the most jovial laugh you've ever heard and then turns and swings this flaming hammer-shaped object uh, at the um, at the knees of number three. Uh, and that is a 16 plus 10, 26. That hits. Uh, I'm going to grab the right die again. Uh, and that is going to be uh, 7 and 17 is, I'm sorry, 7 and, and 7 is 14, and 2 is 16, and 4 is a dirty 20. Fire uh, damage? All fire damage. Okay. Um... And uh, bonus action. You already bonus action. Oh, you're right. I did a bonus action. Your... Elemental cleaver. You're right. That's it. That's my turn. All right, Corona. All right. Corona is going to move 20 feet uh, around some of the tents so that she's got a shot at archer number one again. And she's going to attack. Right. Moving to the west and to the north, you find the gap in between the two tents. Make your attack. That is 17 plus 6, 23. That will hit. 
Ooh, that's much better. That is 10 damage. And again. Okay, that is... 15 to hit. 15 bounces off the studded leather armor. Damn. She will take the... 10 feet left of her movement and move back a little bit behind the tent. Alright. Is that your turn? That is her turn and Squiggly is going to bite like a number 6 again. That is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 will hit. That's a D8. I don't need a D8. I need a D6. That is 7 damage. And that is Squiggly's turn. Alright. That will bring up Keto. I have a question. Yes. Can I attack and then action surge and then do a spell? Yes. Okay. So she is going to tr uh, adjust. Sorry. She needs to make an adjustment. Uh, so she's going to move back. That will be an attack of opportunity. 10 feet. They will yep. miss. Awesome. And then uh, stab again with the pike. Oh, that's only a 15. 15 hits. All right. If you strike, add a d6 to the damage for acid. Oh. Uh, so... Six and one is seven. <clears throat> and, okay. and then try to hit him again. Uh, 23 to hit. That'll hit. And that is eight points of damage. And then she is going to take her action surge. Okay. And cast blur upon herself. All right. So that should give any creature attacking her disadvantage unless they're immune because they don't rely on sight. All right. Is that your turn, Keto? And that is her turn. All right, that will bring up Ira. Okay. Um, yeah. We're going to move, um, take my movement to move 30 feet north and slightly east, which puts me... Ah, why is it doing that? There we go. Right at the corner, like, right at the corner of what was the front flap of this tent. And then we're going to use Thorn Whip on the archer. Which archer is that? Archer 2. Okay. Is that a saving throw or an attack roll? It's an attack roll. All right. Um, 17 hits. 17 just hits. All right. So, and almost, almost full damage. That's... Uh, yeah. Ten points of piercing damage. And 
they're not bigger than a large creature, correct? Nope. Okay, so large or smaller, they get pulled 10 feet closer to me. Okay. And then um, my bonus action is she's going to uh, just kind of smack herself on the shoulder and uh, cast a healing word. Okay. And then that's my turn. So, I get that. That'll be 10 points of healing back for me. Right. All right, number one is going after Jorvik. You attacked Reckless, so they will be attacking with advantage. They had advantage anyway, because they're flanking me. Yep. 21. Yeah, that'll hit. Four points of slashing damage. All right. Second attack. 21. Yep. Another four points of slashing damage. Number three goes in for a bite. That is a 25. You will take one point of piercing damage, but I do need a constitution saving through. All righty, Roop. Uh, that is a 19 plus con, 7. All right. 26. Claw attack, 19. That hits. Two points of slashing damage. L4 is moving up to Keto. Trying to. The map is not cooperating. It will be with disadvantage since you have blur. That is a 10. Misses. And a f 6. <laughs> nope, that misses too. L6 will take an attack of opportunity from Squiggly. Alrighty. That is a nine. All right. It will take uh, two claw attacks at Karana. First ah. one is an 18. That'll hit. Six points of slashing damage. Second one. I don't think an 11 will hit. Nope. Archer number one will move 10 feet over and take a shot at Jorvik. That is an 18. It meets, it beats. Four points of piercing damage. Second arrow will miss. Archer number two is taking two shots at Jorvik. Dirty 20. Yep. They also get halo damage. 
They're within 10 feet of me. Okay, that's 11 points uh, piercing damage, Jorvik. Woo, that was a big hit. All right. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll the, the damage for them to take, Ira. Yep. That's five points of necrotic damage. All right. Hold on, I have to... I'm trying to find the distance of the spell. Of which one? I got it. Uh, the cloaked figure smacking their hands together. Boomerzereg, I need a dexterity save as a fireball streaks towards Jesus. you. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's my dexterity. Not that good. Uh, oh, well, that's a pretty good roll, though. Uh, I got 18. Okay, so you'll take half damage. Oh, good. <laughs> Love the sound of those clickety clack. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Ooh. You'll take 15 points of fire damage. I believe that's everybody, so that'll bring up Boomerzerig. Okay. Good. So if he can fireball me, that means I probably can fireball him. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, fireball is 150 feet, 20 yep. feet radius. So therefore, I can get him and the archer. <laughs> yes. So we will go ahead and fireball back. But this time I get the archer and him. <laughs> All right. So that's a deck save. Yep. Uh, DC 17. The cloaked figure passes. The archer okay. fails. Oh, good. Uh, that's a pretty good roll. Let's see here. Much better than last one. That is uh, 31 points of damage. Archer 2 will take the full brunt of that. They're still standing. They're, they're sins. Oh my goodness. They're, they're a little wobbly, but they're still on their feet. Oh, great. All right. Jorvik. All right. Jorvik will once again. Oh, ah, um, ah, ah, one sec. Got to see if oh, chaos yeah. ensues. Yep. And chaos ensues. I rolled uh -oh. a two. Uh oh. I rolled a two. Oh, buddy. Wow, you got lucky as fuck, Boomerzerig. Oh, yeah? You uh -oh. gained 1d10 hit points at the start of each of your turns for one minute. Oh, that's great! Oh. <laughs> Can you transfer that to someone else? No. 
Hey, I'm no, getting fireballed here now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my turn. Yes. Yes. All right. Cool. Um. Uh, I will attack uh L three there. Once again, um, throwing caution to the wind. Uh, and being reckless in my attack. Um, and that is a natural 20. Woo! Woohoo! Question tier. <laughs> yes? Uh, if... Since your Vix Hammer already has the elemental thing going on, can you compound elements together? With is it your reaction thing? Yeah. Yeah, you can add that. Okay, then infuse strike on the crit. You awesome. don't double the d6 though. As far as I know. No. I no, it's, it's it's a dice damage. It does. Yeah, damage. dice damage. Okay. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um. So. We're not using Tierbot currently. It's down, right? Yeah. So just. So, um, so that's going to be, uh, 10 plus, um, six is 16, um, plus, Where's Infuse Strike out on your sheet? It's on... Uh, it's Squiggly's reaction. Oh, okay. Squiggly's stat block, yeah. Okay, um, cool. So I'm sorry, I was at... 10... Uh, 10... 16... Um, 26... Plus seven, no, plus nine is uh, a lot. It's dead. <laughs> so hold on, let me. I want. I want. I want the fun of doing the math. Uh, Twenty-six plus ten is thirty-six uh, points of fire, plus eleven points of acid from Squiggly. Right. It crumples in a heap. Cool. I turn my second attack. Uh, I, actually, I, I'm just gonna having taken the knees out from under that guy with the swing. Um, Fall through. Uh, yeah, he's just gonna let the momentum of the hammer take him. I just sort of lift one foot to let his swing swing him around so that he spins on one foot uh, <laughs> and bring the flaming hammer uh, into uh, L1. Uh, and that is gonna be a 24 to hit. That will hit. Uh, and that will be uh, D10. That is 9 plus uh, 1 is 10 plus 9 is 19 points of fire damage for that one. All right. Um, and then as a bonus action, um, he uh, lets go of the hammer with one hand, pulls his returning dagger with the other, and flings it uh, at uh, L4. 
that is uh, what is the dagger? Plus eight. Uh, so that is a nine plus eight is seventeen. It hits. And the dagger does a D four. Where's my D four? Had it. Five points of of piercing damage. All right, is that your turn? That's my turn. All right, Karana. All right, Karana is going to drop her bow so that she can draw her silvered short sword and attack number six. All right. Is eleven plus six is seventeen. That hits. And that is a D six. That is seven damage, and we go again. That is a dirty twenty. That'll hit. That is six damage. As the silver blade pierces through flesh, the creature howls in pain as the wounds are cauterized. The smoking blood and hair bringing their stench to your nostrils. Is that your turn? That is her turn, and Squiggly is taking the dodge action. All right, Keto. Okay, um, Keto is going to move 10 feet away so he gets an attack of opportunity, right? Yeah, but it's with disadvantage because of blur. <laughs> yeah, that that's a miss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and so she's going to try to stab him with the pike again. All right. Uh, 22 to hit. 22 hits. And that is 12 points of damage. And then second attack is a 16 to hit. 16 hits. And that will be 10 points of damage. And then that is her turn. All right, that'll bring up Ira. Okay. Um. Yeah, um, we're going to do, yeah, going to cast a level three Wither and Bloom on um, Archer number two. That's a 10 foot uh, radius spear centered on the point. I'm going to basically put it right in between us so that we're both in it. Um, that is a 15 con save. Okay, con. They fail. Okay, so that's going to be 2d6 necrotic. So, 
seven points of necrotic damage. And then I also get to uh, spend, and spend and roll one of its un... I get to roll one of my hit die and regain a number of hit points equal to that. Roll up plus your casting ability modifier. So that's a one, that's 1d8 plus four. It'll be nine All points right. of healing back for me. All right. And All right. yeah, that's my turn. Okay. L1 going after Jorvik with a bite and will miss claw and will miss. Those dice are going in timeout. All right. L4 is going after Jorvik with a bite. 24. Yeah, that'll hit. That'll be six points of piercing damage, and I need a con save. That is a 16 plus 7, 23. All right. The claw attack attack misses. Archer number two is going to back away and to the side, taking a shot at Boomerzerig. Great. <laughs> that is a 15. Oh, yeah, it hits. Mm-hmm. That is 10 points of piercing damage. Ow. Second attack. That is a 9. That does not hit. All right, Archer number two is firing at Jorvik. Oh, good. That is a 18. Meets it beats. Eight points of piercing damage. That will miss. Albert went screwy on me. Okay, number four is going after Karana. That is an 18. Yeah, number six. That is a... Okay, that will be... Ten points of piercing damage, or slashing damage. Ow. 17. That hits... Another 10 points. Ouch. And number five is throwing another fireball at you, or fireball at you, Boomer's Rig. Great. I don't need a deck uh, save. Yep, yep, dexterity. Uh, oh, goodness. That's real bad. Can I? Let's see. Let me see something. What can I use this on? Awesome! Wait, I just... Oh shoot, okay, just a 
Oh, dang it. Okay. Uh, I rolled a six. Twenty-four points of fire damage, we rig. Oh goodness. Twenty-four. That puts me at eleven. Okay. <laughs> Fun. All right. That'll bring up Boomer. Okay. Uh, first off. First off, roll your one D ten. One D ten extra points of damage. life. Uh that's a three. Putting me up to fourteen life. Something. And uh, we're just going to keep throwing fireballs back and forth at each other. <laughs> so, uh, fireball at the same location, hitting both Archer 1 and the guy in the robes. The guy in the robes fails, the Archer passes. Okay. Well, let's see what we got here. Big money, big money, no whammies. Those are some bad rolls. So in that case, I will empower it. <laughs> Using a sorcery point to re-roll some of these dice that sucked. Yeah, use one sorcery point there, and then you reroll this one, and this one, and this one, and this one, and we'll keep those. So rerolling four of these dice. Ah, those are much better. I turned a couple twos into sixes. <laughs> so let's see here. That's uh, twenty-two. That's uh, thirty-one points of damage again. All right. The um, creature will take the full blast. Yeah, yeah. Let's see uh, if uh, chaos ensues. Chaos does not ensue. However, I will sacrifice a... As a bonus action, I will sacrifice a level one spell to gain two sorcery points back. Yeah. Here we go. Cool. All right. And that'll bring us back to Jorvik. Uh, all right. Um, going to continue my focus on uh, number one, uh, attacking recklessly, uh, and I am just bringing the hammer up over my head uh, as if I were trying to ring the bell on a test of strength and bringing it down on top of this guy's noggin. Uh, that is a 15 plus... 10, 25. That hits. Awesome. Um, and that's uh, one of these, one of these currently. Uh, so that is going to be 8, 15, 16, 17, 18 points of fire damage. And they will crumple. Um, and then... Um, the hammer is still sitting on top of the head that is now smashed into the ground. Jorvik leaves the hammer there, one hand still on it, turning to face L4, and from with his hand behind him on the hammer, just brings it up over his head and brings it down, uh, catching it with his second hand at the last second to add strength to it. And uh, that is an 18. 28, plus. that'll hit. 28, yeah. And uh, nine and four is uh, is thirteen plus seven is twenty plus two is twenty two. 
That's hilarious. It had exactly 22 hit points. <laughs> All right, is that your turn? Uh, no. No, it is not. Jorvik is going to uh, take some movement. Uh, measure away from that guy. 55 feet. Move 35 feet. And I'm going to move right up to the edge of the fire pit. Um, and I am going to bonus action uh, throw my returning dagger uh, at number five. Uh, and that is going to be a 16 plus eight is 24. That'll hit. And the dagger does the D4, which I had a second ago. There it is. And that is five points of damage. All right. That'll be my turn. All right. That will bring up Karana. Attacking with the silver short sword yet again, twice on number six. Oh, almost. That is a 25. That hits. For seven damage. And again. How did I roll the same thing twice? That's a number, another 25. Okay. For seven damage again. Am I experiencing a glitch in the Matrix? Yep. I, I, I did that last night, so, you know. Is that your turn, Karana? Uh, that is my turn. Squiggly is going to take movement to move. 30 feet to number six and attack with the bite. With advantage because he's flanking now. Yep. All right, that is a 13 plus six is. Yep, that'll hit. 19. Four. Yay, max damage, nine. All right. And that is his turn. All right. That will bring up... Keto. All right. Uh, so... Keto is going to bonus action Misty Step, which should put her in the 10-foot range for Archer number two. Okay. And then she's going to try to attack Archer number two. All right. Uh, 24 to hit. That hits. All right. And that is five points of damage. 
And then attack number two is uh, 18 to hit. That hits. And that is for nine points of damage. And that is her. They look on death's door. They are bleeding. They are wobbly. They're almost dead. Is that your turn? That is her turn. All right. That'll bring up Ira. Okay. First things first. Um, Boomer is within 60 feet. So um, she's just going to call back. Watch the fire, lad, and cast a um, level three healing word. So... Da, da, da. Hold on a minute, I gotta find my other four. There it is. Five, six. That's ten points of healing. <laughs> and then, um. She is, I still have, uh, not quite, um, what is that, trying to, she's going to move about 15 feet north and cast, uh, it's chill touch, but we're going to use it on number five. Okay. Eighteen hits. That is ten points of necrotic damage. Number five is in the midst a somanic verbal chanting. Boomerzerig, you recognize this as lightning bolt about to go off. Hey. When the chill touch extends from Ira encasing his muzzle. He so, grabs at his face, falling back and impaling himself on some of the broken stone from the statue. <laughs> That's what you get. We would have helped one of you a lot, and this is how you treat us. All right. That is their turn. Now I have to make some checks. Alright, they'll stay and fight. Archer number one is firing at Jorvik. Naturally. That is a dirty 20. Seven points of piercing damage. Yep. Second attack. Eighteen. That hits. Ten points of piercing damage. That'll miss from archer number two firing at Quito because they still have blur. And that will miss... Number six is swiping at Kurana. First swipe will miss. Second swipe will miss. Oh, thank that you. Will br- that will bring up Boomer's rig. 
Okay, so first off, I heal for five. There we go. Now I'm at a reasonable HP, 29. Okay. And then we will go ahead and start. Um, well, now there's only one. Tar there's no two targets together, so that's unfortunate. So in that case, we will do Scorching Ray. Uh, first bolt at Archer 1. Uh, 13 to hit. <laughs> right. it, right. They dodge definitely out yeah. of the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, same thing. Ray 2 at number 1. That is a 21 to hit. That will hit. Healing 2d6 damage. Uh, 5 points of fire damage. Third ray at the same target. Uh, that is a uh, 26 to hit. That'll dealing hit. 9 points of fire damage. Alright, now is Scorching Ray a leveled spell? Uh, it is, yes. Haha, <laughs> let's see. Uh, oh man, I am getting real good with these chaos rolls. I got a five. Which means chaos ensues. Yes, it does. Let's see what happens. All right. Let's see if there's anything within 30 feet of you, Boomer. Uh-oh. I don't think so. Nope. Boomer's all by his lonesome down at the bottom uh, of the map. Uh, 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 nope, nothing. Footprints. Okay. It's footprints. <laughs> so, you're the only one that's going to take the damage. Am I fireballing myself? <laughs> uh, no, you are calling down necrotic damage. Oh, good. <laughs> Twenty-one points of necrotic damage, Boomer. Oh, ouch! Well, you had more hit points than me for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm at eight. All right. That will bring up Jorvik. Um. Cool. I am. I'm going to take uh, a few steps southbound. Uh, yeah, about 15 step, about 15 feet. Uh, so that I have a line of sight on number six, and I am going to throw my hammer um, right at him in between Quigley and Karana. Recklessly. Uh, and that is a 24 to hit. Empty strike. Thank you. Um, all right, so that will be... Uh, it's these dice now, throwing. And... Oh, all right, go, go, gadget. Uh, ooh. Oh. Oh. So close to max damage on all four dice. I got max on three. So that's um, uh, 16 plus 9 is 25 uh, plus 1 is 26 points of fire and 6 points of acid. 
It crumples. Uh, and then as soon as the hammer appears back in Jorvik's hand, he catches it as he's swinging around to release it again and throws it at Archer 1. Uh, I don't think that's going to hit, though. Maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, 18? 18 hits. Okay. Well, I rolled an 8 and a 3, and I was like, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> but, all right. Um, so that is, uh, seven and nine, 18 and five is 23 points of fire damage. All right. Is that your turn? That is, uh, no, you know what? Fuck it. Bonus action. I throw the dagger. Uh, nine and eight is 17. That hits. Five points of damage. I'm very consistent on how much damage I get out of that dagger. Five points. And number one will crumple. Oh. <laughs> Is that your turn? That's my turn. That will bring up Karana. All right. Karana's going to take movement so that she can have a better line of sight on archer number two. After picking her bow back up. And dropping her sword. And we're going to fire at him twice. That is an 18. That hits. Ah. Min damage. I hate it. That is four damage. Back right. on the deck is not gonna hit. That is a f ten. No, that doesn't hit. And that is her turn. All and right. And Squiggly will be taking dodge. All right, Keto. Okay. Uh, let's just go with what works and stab him with the pike. Ooh, except I'm pretty sure she missed. That was a 12. That misses. Alright, try it again. How about a 21? That hits. Uh, oh, for as little points as I could get. Four points of damage. Guess how many hit points it has. Four. 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 <laughs> Twice in one fight. We got it exactly. And he will we went at the prices right of HP. <laughs> As we come out of battle, standing there among the carnage, the sky will begin to lighten as dawn begins to come. The sun peeking over the mountains, the sky being painted in beautiful pinks and blues. Ah. <sighs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. That's good. Oh, good. I'm just gonna, and Jorvik is just gonna lay down in the snow as his form shrinks back down and his coloring changes back to normal. Oh, there, the snow. Yeah, 
Yeah, snow sounds good. Boomeri's uh, uh, ring, he's just like wiping his face with snow because uh, it's all singed up. Aerith's <laughs> gonna... Corona. Go ahead. Corona's just gonna sort of fall to her knees. She looks rough. She looks real rough. Alright, well, just above board, I need to know who has what, so I know what... <laughs> <laughs> who to go hit with because I, we have limited amount of spells. I am at 20%. Okay. Jorvik looks like he's suffered from the, the death of a thousand cuts, but they only got to 800. <laughs> I'm good. I got hit once. <laughs> I'm sitting at about a third. I have 8 HP. Alright. Um, I have walk slightly over more than to... double what he's got. <laughs> Ear's gonna walk over and uh, you know get you know, touch your your on the shoulder and a level three cure wounds. Um, so that is going to be eleven. Where's the other one? Hold on, there we go. Eleven, thirteen. That'll be seventeen points of healing. And then um, Boomer will be next. That will be. I thought you said you just did Boomer. No, that was, no, that no, was Jorvik. Jorvik. Sorry. Almost got Max for for Boomer. So that's um, 16, 23. That'll be 27 points of healing for Boomer. Good. And then Karana will have to do level two cure wounds because that used the rest of my so that is 12 that'll be 16 points of healing and we'll do a second one so that will be 11 15 points of healing Much better. So as we come out of our combat map, we're going to go ahead and take our second break. <clears throat> we're going to take 10 minutes to get our beverages of choice and our snickety snacks. We'll try to make it actually 10 minutes this time, folks. And we'll be back. back thanks so much for hanging out while we took our break unfortunately during the break my pain has spiked uh so i'm going to have to uh end the session here i think this is a good place after the combat uh i told my players i wanted this combat to be challenging and yeah i think i succeeded uh so what we're going to do right now is we're just going to take a minute to remind people who we are, where they can find us, and we're going to get out of here for the evening. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the voice of Karana, and you can find me on Twitter and on Tumblr at Cap'n Cupcake. 
Uh, I'm sorry. What I meant to say is that I uh, persisted being Lot Clark, and tonight I was your Vic Bramblebeard, uh, your helpful himbo barbarian, and uh, you can find me all over the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hi, yes, this is Ames. I was the voice of Era, and you can find me on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hi, everybody. This is Christina, the voice of Keto, and you can find me on Twitter at TRMorskaskula or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. And I'm Dan. Tonight I played Fireball, uh, I mean Boomerzerig, uh, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at RavenousDan. And I'm Tier the DM, the world's okayest DM, and you can find me on Twitter at Tier underscore Z underscore DM or on Blue Sky at Tears of DM. Remember, love and inclusion, these are the torches that light a path to a better tomorrow. Come join us and be torchbearers. And until next time, live a life to make yourself proud. We love you guys. Remember to let the Wookiee win. Thank you.